Are you ready to stop telling yourself all the things you're not and see all the ways you already are who you one day hope to be? In this space, there's no more waiting for things to change. We tap into powerful decision-making to create exactly what we want for ourselves in our lives at home. Deciding that you're a good mum as defined by you is where we start. I'm Jo and I'll be sharing how I replace being busy trying to prove all the things with getting giddy about all that's possible for me as a stay-at-home mum of three. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Stay at Full Motherhood. Today we're talking about experiencing more joy in being you. So this is not finding more joy in motherhood, which is what a lot of people ask me about. Because as a stay-at-home mum, this is your life. This is how you are choosing to spend your days. So we don't need to see it as separate to ourselves and as a separate entity to be looked at and found joy in. In fact, we don't want to be looking at how we can find more joy in anything at all because to be searching for this, of course, means that you don't yet have it, that you need to always be looking for it, that you should be hunting down all the blocks in you that could be preventing you from experiencing it. And this all just feels exhausting and makes life hard where it definitely doesn't need to be. And I'll keep reminding you of this again and again, that there is nothing wrong with you. Nothing needs fixing. There isn't a problem that needs to be identified. You want to be focusing instead on feeling safe to feel fortune and joy and wonder at being you and getting to live the life that you chose and keep choosing for yourself and that you made happen. Because you are a powerful creator and when you decide you truly want something for yourself, when you know and can feel what this will be like for you, then you are all in and you are powerfully creating. And you do this by deciding in the first place on what's for you, really being in the knowing and experiencing that in your body as a feeling, whether that's excitement or giddiness or conviction or whatever that brings up for you. And then you see that feeling drive your actions to create what you want for yourself. The model, as we call it, where your thoughts about a situation or a circumstance cause your feelings, which drive your actions, which create your results, is always, always working whether you are aware of it or not. And while this means you can consciously choose your thoughts to create the results you want to see for yourself in your life, it also means when you don't do things with intention, when your brain is left to its own devices, it will often go to the negative and to seeing the threat all around you. And when we do notice a thought we're having and when we can see the undesirable result we're creating with it, We don't just, in any case, nicely swap it for a lovelier thought and be done with it and go off and have our wonderful, joy-filled life because many of the thoughts we have are beliefs that we've been carrying around since childhood. So they're entrenched in our brains. They're very well-practiced thoughts and they are causing feelings which are very well-practiced too. And just because we don't like the experience we have with these thoughts... It doesn't mean our primitive brains won't hold on tightly to them because our brains are wired for survival and want to keep us safe. 
And they know that we survive very well with these thoughts because we're still very much here and we're still very much alive. So when it comes to these beliefs that we may be holding on to very tightly, we want to be aware not just of our thoughts, but also the state of alarm that we can feel in our bodies. We're often in hypervigilance, constantly on guard and alert. We're scanning for danger. Um, we don't get a break from this all day or maybe even all night, depending on how well our kids are sleeping. But we can get back to a feeling of safety and calmness and security by working in the body. And my favourite way to do this is by orienting yourself to pleasure and play. So that's not just looking around the room you're in right now, orienting, orienting yourself and seeing all the familiar objects and the familiar wall colour and the windows and really sensing where you are in your environment so you can really know that here you are safe and that this moment now can be included in the stacks and stacks of evidence that you have that you keep surviving very well. You're still alive despite all the things you've been through in your life so far. What I'm talking about here is really orienting to what feels good to you in your body, what brings you pleasure, what you enjoy about being you. And this often includes play in the form of the things you love to do as a child that likely still bring you joy today. So this is dancing for me. And because this patterning of play already exists from our childhoods, hijacking it now can feel pretty effortless, which means you can quickly feel the lightness and the joy and the freedom and the power you felt when you used to play when you were a kid, often without having to talk your brain into getting on board with the idea first. So playing, whatever that looks like for you, can help you to retrain your brain to sense signals of safety in your environment. Because when you're playing, you must, by definition, feel safe in these moments. So instead of subconsciously looking for all there is to fear, our awareness then starts to expand and we begin to see all there is to take pleasure in and to love. And my best example of this from my life comes from when I was living in Chicago and I used to spend every walk outside looking down at the ground trying to avoid the dog poop on every single corner. And when we'd walk to school or actually run because we were often late, I'd be shouting dog poo every few seconds and leaping over pile after pile, hoping the girls would make it to school with clean shoes. And then when we switched schools and had to drive, I began taking my daily walks with my youngest in other neighbourhoods in the city that had somehow less dog poo. And for the first time in years, I began to look up or straight ahead instead of right down at the ground. And I was stunned by what I saw and what I'd missed out on all those years. Gorgeous, vibrant painted front doors, murals with funny faces on buildings, helicopter seeds and blossoms falling and stunning, stunning flowers everywhere. I remember how happy it made me to realise that Chicago was quite this beautiful. I kind of forgot there for the early years of having kids because I was so oriented to threat and danger. 
So doing this for yourself, reorienting yourself this way, it requires your intention for sure. I had to keep reminding myself, look up, it's safe here. And I had to choose over and over again to really notice those pink colours on the doors and the beautiful details, everyone in those buildings and the stunning gardens. And I was teaching myself with this daily practice of walking with my then toddler to orient to pleasure and also to the pleasurable connection to her. And I was also actively looking for more and more things that bring me pleasure because, as we know, the more you focus on something, the more of it you naturally get. And this is how we can coax ourselves more and more into experiencing the joy of being ourselves in this moment in our lives now by really orienting ourselves to our own pleasure and how this feels and really seeing how fortunate we are to be us right now because there is nothing wrong with us. There's nothing we need to fix. We really can choose to focus first on everything that's right with us because you are, as I am, as we all are, amazing. Okay, that's it for today. I want to invite you this week to ask yourself this question. What do I love about being me? And if you're struggling with that question, then try asking what do other people admire about me? And if you're still having trouble, go to the link in my bio on Instagram. I'm there at joyful.mama. Joyful has two L's dot M-A-M-A. And sign up for a free consult call. And I would love to meet you there on Zoom. Okay, thanks for listening. Till next week. Bye-bye.